1: Feeling you're lying in bed at night wide awake asking yourself a million questions and just worrying about tomorrow and before you know it the sky outside is getting lighter and you've gotten no rest Oh, that's not a good feeling to have any time, but we definitely don't want you to have that in retirement. And that's what we'll talk about today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And you can learn a little bit more at retirewithpat.com. And Pat, glad to have you in studio today. We're going to be talking about the things that keep us up at night and what we can do about it before we get to retirement. Environment. Awesome. So, so I, I got to ask you, because uh, I, I had this happen not too long ago. I had that experience where, first of all, it was a full moon situation. So I woke up, I realized it was light out, I was panicking that I'd slept in, <laughs> and then I realized it was just the moon was so bright that I was okay and I could go back to sleep. So that was a good thing. But <laughs> we've all had that where we've been awake all night. What are some of the things that have, have happened where you've just been up all night worrying?
0: Oh, goodness, Jen. How much time do we have? So We'll just do one. (laughs) I have learned um, through uh, Janelle and I have been married over eight years now, and we have determined that I'm a very light sleeper. She's a a much heavier sleeper. And if something wakes me up, I can just be staring at the ceiling. And it's because I know all of us have these things we worry about, we think about. And I also have that planner personality, which uh, probably doesn't surprise you, but I am trying to plan everything. I'm trying to plan (laughs) next year's vacation. I'm trying to plan the weekend. I'm trying to plan. And you know what we're doing with the kids the next day and everything like that, so I have like just hundreds of tricks of trying to turn my brain off. But mm-hmm. you know, people in the office know that they'll joke about. You know, I'll come in and say, "Oh, I woke up at three in the morning and I was thinking about you know Joe Smith's account, and we can improve it by doing this or that." You know, like the <laughs> the wheels are always turning, and um, it's just. I don't know. It's I. I love I love what I do, so I'm thinking about it all the time. But I really don't want to be thinking about it three right. in the morning, right. of course.
1: Oh, I know. And you know, I, I have to say, back in my reporter days, when I was working crazy hours and having to get up super early in the morning. I did have it down to a science. I could come home over my lunch, and I could shut off and take a 20-minute nap, and then get back to work. I just got wow. good at it, but that's sheer exhaustion from parenting and from working crazy hours. So I I don't know if it's if it's something I can do anymore. But <laughs> something
0: to strive for. Yeah,
1: it, it was definitely a skill set that that it took me some time to develop. So maybe we all we we could just practice a little bit of some of those exercises. Exercises to just shut it down, shut it off, and go to sleep. I don't know. we'll We'll have to we'll have to look up some things on, on how to do that. <laughs> you know, Pat. As we talk about worry and some of the things that keep us up at night, I came across an article in Psychology Today. I don't subscribe to that. I was googling around and, and looking for some things, of course. But it said, Pat, worry is like blood pressure. You need a certain level to live, but too much can kill you. And I, I just got to thinking about that take on this. How can worry? a healthy amount of worry actually help people who are in the beginning stages of planning for retirement and just need to be spurred on to act.
0: Yeah, and I think this is there's a golden nugget in that concept, I think. I you know, I don't love the idea of Good worry, you know. I think, um, you know, if we have our trust where it should be, um, you know, we're we're all going to have some types of things we're concerned about, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, so that's the term that I would use. Um, And the bottom line is, um, can that concern you have motivate you to solve the problem or to find out if there is a problem? Right? Because we'll talk about you different things people lie awake thinking about, and one of those examples would be, will I be able to retire? Well some people we find out after we do the analysis that they're in great shape but they just haven't found that out yet so we don't even know sometimes we don't even know if it's a problem right but yeah. we're worrying about it we're stressing about it we're constantly thinking about it so the, the the key i think to your point jen is just letting that you know if it's constantly coming up letting that motivate you to action to uh solving that situation
1: and and i think to your point pat sometimes it is just the unknown that keeps us up at night all yeah. of those those what if type of questions what are some of those what-ifs or some of those big questions that people come to you and they say this is what's keeping them up at night or this is what they're really concerned about?
0: So we certainly meet with a lot of people and so we get lots of different, you know, things people are concerned about. Um, so this isn't saying these are the only ones, but we do, we do see a number of them repeatedly. The, certainly the most common ones would be will I be able to retire and when will I be able to retire? You know, sometimes people are kind of on that, trying to figure out what's that age or deadly. you know, they've they've got a deadline circled on the calendar or something like this is the day I need to be able to retire. Whereas other people are more just broadly like, am I ever going to be able to retire? You know, I was just meeting with a couple a few days ago, and her joke is that she'll retire. She thinks she she, knows, she doesn't think she'll be able to retire until she's ninety. Oh, so she makes that joke constantly. So mm-hmm. we're always laughing about that, and and I always say, well, you know, hey, if I can get you to retire at eighty five, then I've done a great job, right? So a win. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so <laughs> we are targeting a much earlier age than that. But uh, certainly, one of the other big ones we hear, which is related to that, is how do I know I'm. I'm never going to run out of money. I mean, that's really probably the number one financial fear in America because of how retirement plans are created these days. The other one that I would say I hear a lot is, am I doing the right things with my money? We work so hard for our money, and it's, of course, easy and fun to spend it. But if you've bothered to save and invest it, you don't want to be wasting it. You don't want to be sitting around making nothing or taking too much risk or paying too many fees. So, am I doing the right things with my money? Those are the kinds of things that we hear over and over and over again. And these are the types of things that we think there's incredible value in our five-step retirement review because these are the types of things we're talking about with people when they come to our office. And that's the reason we do our um, five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. To get started with yours, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We have a pretty full calendar right now, but we set aside openings specifically for listeners of today's show. So that number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now and mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Strube. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. That number again, 803-9-RETIRE, or if it's easier to see the numbers when you're looking at your phone, 803-973-8473. Pat, as we talk about all of these big what-ifs and how overwhelming this can feel, do you think a lot of people put off planning for retirement because they're just overwhelmed thinking about the future?
0: I absolutely think that, Jen. And um, it's, you know, I've been doing some research recently. And one of the things that's come up time and again is this change that has happened, you know, before the 1970s, there weren't 401ks and IRAs. You weren't expected to be a professional money manager in handling these investment accounts. Um, You worked, you earned Social Security credit. Most people had access to some type of pension. That's how you retired. And now it's mind-bogglingly more complicated, and there's not really any kind of training to do it. So it is overwhelming. And the number of people that I've met with, Jen, that have done a great job and have accumulated, you know, some type of savings and they've paid off some of their debt and they're building up these resources and they're just scared because they don't have any idea if they're doing okay or not. So, yes, I think definitely overwhelm is part of it. And we always hope uh, it's not always the case, but we always hope, you know, sitting down with us for that retirement review gives in that first step alone, gives peace of mind because we can say, hey, you're doing a good job here. You know, we'll, we'll fine tune that and see how good. But at least you know, you know you're, you're taking some good steps in the right direction.
1: Pat, if one of your big what-if questions is, what if I'm not sure when I can retire or when can I retire? At age 62, that's, that's one of the earlier ages to start collecting Social Security. Is that an age we should think about retiring?
0: Well, so one of the things that's interesting about Social Security, and I know we've done, you know, a long time ago, Jim, we did a show where we just talked about the big age, you know, the big numbers in Mm -hmm. retirement. You know, 59 and a half is when you can access your 401k, 62 is Social Security, 65 is Medicare and those kinds of things. And those are logical timelines to consider as far as retirement. But one of the things that sometimes people will give you a funny look when you mention it is when you claim your social security really doesn't have to have anything to do with when you retire. Um, because you know what we want to do is we want to look at your social security benefits uh, amongst all of your resources, uh, which for most people are, you know, they have other things. They're not just retiring on social security. Maybe you've got a 401k, maybe you've got savings in the bank, maybe maybe you do have a pension that you'll have access to, um, state retirement, something like that. And So we want to try and piece all that together, and then within that, um, help you figure out what's the best time for you to claim Social Security. And so um, you may uh, you may retire at 62 and claim Social Security at 62, so that's okay. But maybe it makes more sense for you to retire at a different age and claim Social Security. You maybe it makes more sense for you to delay your Social Security. And so as long as you have other resources like savings and investments to bridge that gap that can work. And, of course, you know, Jen, that I always say it's not about just delaying your Social Security and make it as large as possible. That's called maximizing your Social Security. We want to optimize it, which means making it the best possible solution for you. And it is very different for each individual person. It's one of those things where it sounds like a simple question, but we just think it it can be very complicated and When you think about how much money of your tax money has funded your Social Security benefits, and when you look at the projection of what your Social Security benefits could be over the course of the rest of your life, it's a staggering amount of money. So you really want to make sure you're doing the best that you can with it. And of course, we talk about that as part of the foundation of your retirement plan, which is a written retirement income plan. So you can see, based on timeline that we decide is best for you to retire, where the money is coming from and when and how and social security is just one piece of that. Uh, If you don't have a written retirement income plan, that is part of the discussion during your five-step retirement review. Call us now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that's 803-9-RETIRE. Mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show and call now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: A car without enough gas will eventually sputter and die, leaving you stranded in the middle of nowhere and asking yourself, well, what do I do now? (laughs) How do you know if you have enough gas in the tank for retirement? We'll talk about that coming up next.
2: You define your future. You have choices. You can choose to be the author of your own life story. We all know the stock market is like a casino. You put your money down and you hope you win. But there's so many things beyond your control. When it comes to your money and your retirement, there are things that you can do to help protect yourself. Finding the right financial advisor, somebody who puts your interests first and helps you build a plan that takes into account what might happen with financial markets is an example of you choosing to be prepared. Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists have helped hundreds of individuals and families plan for retirement. Economics and politics, they're beyond your control. But making a call to plan for those things is a choice you can make today. Call preservation specialists at 803-9 retire. Choose to be prepared. 803-9 retire. Rebecca has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services off the Kalis Capital Inc.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and he is the author of the best selling book save your retirement Retirewithpat.com with pat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more i know we've all done this i can tell you i know for a fact my husband has does this at least twice since we've been married he has held off on filling up on the tank assuming he's going to make it to the next gas station but then he miscalculated and then he ran out of gas and pat i hate to throw him under the bus but yes he's done it not me (laughs) twice since we've been married. So let's just make that clear. It's not a good feeling, though, when you're running on fumes and you're wondering, am I going to make it or am I going to be stuck? Who am I going to call? I'm going to have to call my wife and she's going to have to come get me. These are things that you're thinking when you're running out of gas. Pat, running out of money in retirement, it's kind of like running out of gas along the highway, but it's a lot more serious. So how do we make sure this isn't going to happen to us? How do we make sure we know how much income we're going to need in retirement? How much gas we're going to need in the tank?
0: Yeah, it's such a great analogy, Jen. I've I've thought of the idea of we've all been there where you're too low and you're kind of trying to see how where the closest the next gas station is. And and instead of you know looking at the trees or you know the blue sky or the clouds or something, you're like staring at this needle right in front Mm -hmm. of you, right? And you're just daring you're daring it to crawl. You're panicked about it, (laughs) and that's you know it's, it's such a great analogy because. In this retirement system, we have most of our clients have this pool of nest egg that they've built and they're trying to figure out how to make sure it never runs out and the last thing we want anyone to do is work their whole life to be able to retire and then spend the spend their retirement staring at that needle mm-hmm. that's not what it's about it's about having a plan and knowing how to work that plan so um, you know as far as helping you make sure that you don't have to worry about that um, it starts with some very simple uh, basic uh, concepts which is we need to understand what resources you have so that's looking at your social security benefits, pension, um, nest egg, things like that, and then it's figuring out what do you want your retirement to look like. And the reason that's important is because if you are a homebody and your mortgage is paid for, and you don't like going out and doing things, you're you may not need that much income in retirement. But if you have been dreaming of you know doing world travel, or you know pick something else. That's really expensive, right? <laughs> Whatever you want to put in there as your right. expensive hobby, then you may need more income in retirement. And, you know, the thing I always make the point of, Jen, is there's zero judgment in our office. We've seen, we've met with hundreds and hundreds of people. We're not here to try and help you accumulate a pile of money. We're here to help you enjoy your life. So, we want you to have hobbies and things that you want to do. Um, So, everyone can be different about what they spend, but we need to be realistic about it and then help you figure that out. And if we can figure those things out, then we can balance it and we can make sure you're going to be okay. And that's really just kind of the first steps of how we get there.
1: So, what sources of income do most people usually rely on in retirement? Once we've figured out what we're going to be spending that money on, how do we start getting that income coming in?
0: Yeah, so you have. We say okay. Now there's X number of dollars that we're going to need every month coming in, and we'll, we'll assume in today's dollars, and we'll we'll deal with you know inflation and things like that later. Uh, so what are the income sources? So the first two things we look at are, you know, just about everyone has some type of social security benefits, and even if, let's say, you're a married couple and one person um, stayed home and and raised kids or something like that, um, if you're married, there's still spousal benefits there. So, there's usually, in a married couple, there's usually two Social Security benefits. We're going to look at pension benefits next, Jen, because it works kind of like Social Security as far as not being a lump sum, but on a monthly basis. Although, I would hesitate to say that most people rely on that, right? Because we have, certainly, state and federal employees, uh, but a lot of people in, in private companies don't have a lot of pension benefits anymore. Um, and then, really, that's what we're trying to figure out, then, is if you have this big number um, you know, that you need every month, and then you have, let's say, you, c- you can cover half of that with Social Security and a pension, or two-thirds of that, or whatever it is, whatever's left there, that's your gap, right? And so, we have to find out what you have beyond that to cover that. And for most people, that's your 401 k. That's Maybe you've got Roth IRA, or you know, different IRA accounts, or maybe you've been accumulating money in a brokerage account, or whatever it is. That's where we help you figure out, how do we fill that gap? and make sure that you've got essentially a retirement paycheck coming in repeatedly uh, for the rest of your life.
1: Pat, according to a bank rate survey, 56% of Americans admit neglecting their savings is the thing they regret the most. How do you help people figure out how much they need to be saving for retirement to protect them from having that regret?
0: Yeah, I I think this is a perfect continuation of what we were just talking about. So let's say um, we run your numbers and based on how much you want to be able to spend in retirement versus, you know, fixed uh, income that's going to be coming in from Social Security and pension. Let's say we've got a gap of $2,000 a month. Okay. So um, we can easily back into that and figure out, okay, what kind of nest egg do we need to accumulate to help you create $2,000 a month for the rest of your life? And of course, we don't want literally $2,000 a month. We want the the uh spending power of $2000 a month so that's that is going to change you know over the course of retirement right if you think of you know hopefully retirement's going to be 20 30 plus years think back 20 or 30 years ago to what things cost right a lot of things right. have gone up and uh, have gone up in price so So those are all the types of details that we're building into it. But, you know, if you're hiring a retirement planner like us, you don't have to worry about the nitty-gritty of that. You know, we're talking through those things and making sure we're on the same page as far as assumptions. But we're helping you figure out how to get all those things together. And um, you may get nine out of the ten things right. We just want to make sure we get them all Uh, because I have a lot of people that come into our office that are very numbers-oriented. And they may have a big part of the plan already. They've already done it on a spreadsheet or, you know, a website or something like that. Uh, but we, we we can help make sure because we've been through retirement with so many people. We can make sure nothing gets missed. And once again, it's all about helping you see that all the things that you've planned that are on track, and then also helping you make sure you didn't miss anything. And the bottom line is not only to put you in a good financial place, but most importantly to give you that peace of mind so you know that so you don't have to lie awake worrying about it. To get started, helping you make sure that you've got all those things in place, take advantage of our five-step retirement review by calling 803-9-RETIRE. There's absolutely no cost and no obligation to get started. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Strooby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. I'm Jen Rezac alongside. Pat, if anyone listening right now is concerned about not saving enough, what can they do to help catch back up or bridge that gap?
0: Well, the first step that we need to do is we need to make sure there is a gap, right? Okay. Uh, because, you know, w- what we're talking about a lot on the show is, well, what if you're worried about this? What if you're concerned about this? a lot of times, we don't know where you stand. So, sometimes you're worrying and you find out everything's fine, right? (laughs) Which is a pretty awesome thing to do. And so, why worry when you don't need to? So, then the next thing we want to do is we want to be able to, if there is a gap, we want to be able to put a number on that. And then it's just a matter of then making choices as far as how do we accomplish that? if, uh, If it requires more saving, I'm actively working with a client right now that um, feel we think there's a shortfall there, and so we're trying to talk through what that means and how we're going to do that saving uh, and accumulating for retirement and. it's a balance like you know we want to help you make sure you're successful meeting your retirement goals but at the same time i don't want you to feel like you can't ha- you can't enjoy your life at all today either right so there's some kind of balance that we have to try and find and sometimes that's very simple and clear as far as putting the numbers together and sometimes it's more of a struggle so it's sometimes it's it's just part of the path that we're going on in in our you know kind of plan or client relationship
1: Pat, what should we set aside in an emergency fund, and how important is that as we get into retirement?
0: Well, I, I always laugh when I hear that question because it's so individualized. Um, the textbook says you need to have three to six months living expenses somewhere where you can get it immediately so that if someone is injured, um, if someone's sick, uh, if someone loses their job, if some kind of major calamity happens, you know, you have to replace a roof, whatever big thing comes up, um, you've got some funds uh, available for you. Um, But I will tell you, Jen, after meeting with so many families over the years, uh, we have clients that are very comfortable with a very small amount in emergency reserve. And we have clients that have way, way, way Mm. more than three or six months. So, um, so you have to find that, you know, as we're joking about kind of just lying awake worrying at night. We certainly want your emergency reserve to be at your sleeping point, so we don't want to have you having less in, in your bank account. That makes you lie awake worrying. And of course, you know, as far as the importance of the fund, I think we all understand um, that that when you're, you know, when you're a grown up, things happen, right? And it's not always the way you want it to be. So there's going to be things if you own your home, there's going to be things around the house. If you own your car, there's going to be things with the car. Um, that's just life. So we just need to make sure that you're prepared um, for those bumps in the road.
1: And Pat, what happens if if you don't think somebody has enough to retire on? What are some steps they might take to get back on track to retire?
0: Well, the first thing I will say here, Jen, is I, I, uh, you know, when you're in your 20s, you, you're kind of learning who you are, and it took me a long time to figure out that I love delivering good news. So, and maybe everyone's that way, but I really love being the guy to be like, "Hey, good news! This is the thing," and everyone's like, "Oh, it's great! Oh, thank you so much, Pat." But um, the longer I've done this, the more I realize, as much as I want to be able to give you good news, we have to be able to tell you the information you need to hear, even if it's not great news, right? So, that's part of that analysis. Um, And what's awesome about that, that I've learned, Jen, is uh, when I'm delivering news that I don't think is that great, I always get good feedback. Because people always tell me, well, we want to know where we stand. And even if the news isn't great, it comes along with, now, here are your options. That's the beauty of hiring someone to build your custom-built plan is because it can look exactly the way that you want it. And we have a lot of clients that retire and say they will never, ever work another day again. And we have another huge group of clients that do choose to work part-time or off and on and things like that. So, it's just an incredible, awesome thing about retirement is that you can build it exactly how you want it. And that's why we call our, our process a custom-built retirement plan, because we want it to be exactly what you want it to be. To get started on building your custom-built plan, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE it's designed for those that have saved at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars for retirement and the number again is 803 9 retire just mention the savior retirement radio show at 803 9 retire
1: and if it's easier to see the numbers when you're looking at your phone 803-973-8473 when you plant seeds in your garden you're expecting a certain result but sometimes you don't end up with as many tomatoes as you hoped Why is that and what does that have to do with your retirement? We'll get into that on the other side of the break. Stay with us. For joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And Pat, I know this is a strange analogy, but hear me out. When you plant <laughs> seeds in your garden, you're expecting a certain result. And you might have a good crop if the weather cooperates. But- but But you aren't going to get as many tomatoes or whatever from your garden if you're not paying attention to it after you plant the seeds. If you just plant them and you turn them loose. Our retirement plans need the same kind of maintenance. We have to go back and make sure things are taken care of. So, Pat, when we're maintaining our garden, we're watering our plants, we're pulling out weeds. I should say these are things my children are doing. I'm not doing it because I don't want to. What kind of maintenance should we be doing to care for and maintain our retirement plans?
0: I love this question so much, Jen, and uh, I am not an expert gardener, so uh, <laughs> I, I will admit that. My mom's a master gardener, oh, so wow. I basically anything that happens in the yard, I, you know, Janelle and I just ask her. Call your mom. Um, so it's nice to have a, a resource like that. But I love the question because almost all the questions in finance um, are focused around investing and making money. Uh, And then anything else is kind of often discussing just creating a plan. Mm -hmm. And it's not like there's this magic plan you create and you stick it up on a shelf and now everything's done, right? That doesn't make sense. So what needs to be done? Well, the first thing that I would mention is we always want to make sure we believe there's incredible value in that initial plan being comprehensive. And so there's five different areas we talk about and we want that to be not only covering those areas, but we want those areas to fit together. So I always say... Mm -hmm say kind of imagine a, a jigsaw puzzle and there's five five big pieces and they've got the, you know, they all kind of fit together. So now as we're managing that over time, some things are going to need changing more often than others. Um, some won't, won't need a lot of change and then some will be easy to predict and some will be hard to predict. So uh, take let's go through those five areas. So uh, one of those areas is estate planning. Well, a lot of times if you get your estate documents in order, you may not need to change those for years or decades, right? Now maybe something Major goes on in your family, and you do need an adjustment. So that's kind of an as needed kind of a change. There are some that are kind of uh, changed by life events by birthdays. So take your health care plan. Um, you know, what you're doing uh, pre age 65 may change when you qualify for Medicare. Uh, so that's something that we know, you know, what type of, um, you know, gardening we need to do around that section. Tax planning. Uh, a lot of our clients, we've had clients for many, many years where the plan was kind of in order and there wasn't anything new going on. And then suddenly the tax laws changed, and that opened up an incredible opportunity for them to reevaluate. And uh, so we're doing some much more proactive tax planning now. Um, so that depends on kind of your goals and kind of where you sit, and also what happens with the planning. And then the one I would say uh, that that I would make sure to mention would be what's relevant about investment planning is um, that it does just need to be reevaluated periodically. And the reason is that when one of the goals is you don't have all your eggs in one basket. And so we're divvying that up. Ultimately, the goal of that is to help provide you with much, much less risk. And sometimes it can even mean a little bit better return. So it's a, it's a huge value to you. Um, but what if you create a retirement plan with the right allocation for you and then you don't go back and look at it? Well, that doesn't make sense, right? Because what's going to happen is some of those investments are going to do really well, some aren't going to do really well, and now all of a sudden that perfect balance—if you look back after two or three or four or five years—and it's completely different. And so, uh, especially if you're still working and you're contributing to some of some of those allocations, so that's part of the value of having a planner uh, working with you or a team working with you, is that you can be reevaluating that uh, on an ongoing basis and make sure that the initial plan continues to. Grow and prosper and be the right fit for you,
1: Pat. How much of an impact can inflation have on our savings over time? And do people often overlook that or forget about it?
0: It's definitely one that I hear often, Jen, because you know a lot of times people are coming to me and saying, "Well, what's what's my worst case scenario?" And um, I have a client I've worked with for a long time, and uh, they had a successful business and they sold, and they had literally a million dollars sitting in a bank account. Uh, which is a pretty awesome situation to be in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he, he yeah, he said to me, Pat, here's the way I look at it. I could take fifty thousand dollars a year out of there uh, for twenty years before I would run out of money. And I was like and I thought, well, everything you just said is technically true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is, you know, fifty thousand dollars a year in ten or fifteen years from now is not gonna do what it does now. Yeah. So, um, so we have to think through those kinds of things. And uh, so, inflation is just one of those things we need to make sure we plan for, we put into the plan. And one thing I would like to mention about that, Jen, is I think um, in the very beginning stages of my career, uh, retirement planning was not very sophisticated. And so, a lot of times things were done kind of on, on a scratch pad, you know, calculating mm-hmm. things out, or maybe a spreadsheet at best. And a lot of times inflation was not considered uh, as much as it should have been. Our industry, I feel like, it was kind of like a pendulum and it, and it swung all the way to the far end. And now they said, oh, you got to worry about inflation and, and increase everything at 3 or 4% a year. And what I actually found is it, I think it went too far because then we had people scrimping and saving and not enjoying anything when they were 60 or 65 or 70 because they were worried about how much they're going to spend if they live to 100. And of course, we got to make sure you never run out of money, but we also don't want you never enjoying your money either, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we call that kind of a retirement spending philosophy. And if you're hiring a retirement planner, make sure that you uh, that they understand what yours is, because we want to find the right fit. We want to make sure we're we're matching things up with the way you see your retirement going. And That's part of what happens. Uh, We offer that five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation, but for those clients that uh, build a custom-built retirement plan with us, that is not only building that plan, but it's working to implement that plan and manage that plan over time. If you don't have something like that to help you, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We have a pretty full calendar right now, but we specifically set aside meetings for listeners of our show today. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now 803-9-RETIRE. Call and mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show right now at 803-9-RETIRE
1: talking today with Pat Struby. he is the founder of preservation specialists and the author of the best-selling book Save Your retirement I'm Jen Rezac alongside Pat according to fidelity the average couple could expect to spend more than $285,000 on out-of-pocket health care expenses in retirement what do retirees and pre-retirees need to know about health care costs in retirement
0: Well, I I know the first time you and I talked about that number, Jan, my jaw just dropped, and I'm sure yours did too. I mean, it's it's just amazing to think about how much we can spend. Uh, But then when you think about, you know, if if you're retiring at 60 or 65 or, you know, 67 or whatever, and then if you live for 20 or 30 more years and you start adding up that math, it makes sense. We believe firmly that uh, it's not a fun topic to talk about, but the healthcare plan has to be one of those five areas of everyone's plan. We just need to make sure we understand uh, how you're going to be covered. And one example that we would use is a very simple way to um, split that would be healthcare before age 65 and healthcare after age 65. Because for the vast majority of people, that that is the age when you qualify uh, for Medicare benefits. So, um, if you're retiring at age 65 or later, um, your healthcare plan may be a little more simple, maybe easier to put together. Uh, but if you want to retire at 63 or 60 or 58 or whatever that number is, now we have to uh, identify what type of plan you're going to have available to you and also try to anticipate how that might change because that's one of the big things about healthcare is the laws change the plans change and we need to make sure we're on top of that.
1: Pat how's planning for health care costs though different from planning for potential long-term care expenses?
0: Well, I think, Jen, uh, I always use the example of, you know, there's basically three things we need to look at in that healthcare plan. It is, you know, would there be a need for private health insurance like before age 65? Are you aware of and prepared for taking advantage of Medicare and Medicare supplements? And then the third piece is long term care. And uh, in my book, I talk about, to me, it's kind of a crazy system we have. And I'm not blaming any particular politician or anything like that. It's been around for decades and decades. But if you think about it, it's kind of like a, a, diagnosis lottery uh, because, you know, if you are on Medicare and you suffer a heart attack, Uh, and you get rushed to the hospital, generally speaking, a lot of those expenses are going to be covered. But if you are on Medicare and you're diagnosed with Alzheimer's, generally speaking, little to none of the cost of that is going to be covered. Um, And I don't think any of that was necessarily intended to be that way. It's just the way it is. And so there's two completely different risks. Um, There's the kind of doctor hospitalization risk, and then there's the long-term care side as well. And so we just need to be aware of that and make sure we're planning for both.
1: Pat, what are the options for addressing some of these concerns about long-term care? I know things have really changed in this industry and what's available now versus 20 years ago.
0: It has. And um, that is a ra- right around the time uh, that I've been doing this. So, um, it's it's been fascinating. It, it was kind of the industry darling uh, when, when I started hmm. in January of 1997. And it's definitely not anymore, <laughs> I can tell you mm-hmm. that. So, those companies have really struggled. And um, so, you might have heard a lot of people 10 or 20 years ago say, hey, if you're getting ready to retire, you really need to buy a long-term care insurance policy. Uh, we just don't see a lot of people doing that anymore because those policies are just there's so much risk because those companies can raise your rates uh, at any at any moment and it can be a significant uh, increase so that's a that's a huge risk uh, to you what we do Jen is we just go through all the different options and we help our clients figure out what's right for them um, so if you're not doing anything if you haven't planned anything then you've basically defaulted to taking what's called a self-insured. Path, which means if someone needs nursing care, you're going to have to cover it yourself. And so uh, that may be fine. That may be the right thing for you to do. We just want to make sure you're making that as an educated choice, not as just a a consequence of not doing anything, right? (laughs) So there's insurance, there's self insuring. Um, If you uh, are very low in uh, financial assets in retirement, Medicaid uh, is an option for you to try and qualify uh, to actually have government assistance. Um, And then, uh, what a lot of our clients are investigating now is, we call this kind of combo uh, insurance offerings. And what this means is, rather than having a standalone long-term care policy, um, a lot of um, savings and investment companies are coming out with offerings where it's not purely a long-term care insurance offering, it's more of a uh, they'll give you a long-term care benefit tied to um, a life insurance policy or an annuity or something like that. And it's an interesting um, option to help you just reduce that risk. Now, most of the time, you're not going to have enough benefits there to cover all of the nursing care costs. Uh, but it's what it's a way to do is, is at least reduce the risk and and give you the comfort to know that you've at least done some planning to reduce you know, the out-of-pocket expenses if something like that happens. And I'll tell you, Jen, the other change that I've seen in my career, when I was working with retirees you know, 10, 20 years ago, a lot of times they were worried about protecting their pile of money for the next generation. Right. Most of our clients, especially you know, when we have married clients, it's about protecting their spouse. Because if mm-hmm. something happens to one of you, not only do you want that person to have great care, but you also want to make sure it's not going to Bankrupt the healthy spouse too. And that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that you uh, as a couple have a plan that's going to work together and make sure you're in the best possible position for retirement. If you don't have all of that put together for yourself, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation at 803-9-RETIRE. If you save at least $250,000 for retirement, that number is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: What if I get sick and I can't go back to work? What if something happens to me and I'm not able to make decisions on my own? What if I run out of money? What if you have a plan so you know your affairs are in order and your family will be okay? If you want that to be you, stay with us, we'll be back. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. Pat has more than 20 years experience in the investment and finance industry. You have seen him in the local media. You've read his articles in USA Today and Investors Business Daily. He's here with me today talking about all those what-if questions that keep us up at night. What if I get sick and I can't go back to work? What if something happens to me and I'm not able to make decisions on my own? What if I run out of money? Pat, how can having a plan for retirement help us stop wondering about all those what ifs?
0: Well, I know I've told you this before, Jen, but when I uh, started, I, I was so blessed. Um, you know, you look back on your life and, As things are happening, you have no idea there's a hand guiding you, but um, I had no idea what I wanted to do when I was graduating college, and I was interviewing and all kinds of things, and I really thought it was just dumb luck that I came into this industry, but I know it was more than that. I know it was a plan. And uh, I'm so thankful to have done this for so long, but when I started, I was 22, and I thought my job was to get out the spreadsheet and crunch numbers and come up with the right financial answer for somebody so that they could do the wisest thing with their money. And that's a function of what we do, but what we really do comes back to your question, which is... We create peace of mind for people because they have a plan in place and they know that they have a team helping them manage that plan. And there's no money that can buy peace of mind, right? That is, it's 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 an untouchable thing, but it's a real thing. And um, that's why we love what we do here uh, every single day. Um, you know, of course, there's challenges and there's things that are hard about dealing with money and and it can be complicated. But the bottom line is, when you know you've got clients that you are providing them with that comfort, it is incredible. And I will say, even... Um, you know someone who sits down with us for the five-step retirement review even if we're not a perfect fit or it's not the right time for them you know nine times out of ten they leave that meeting and you can just see they've already got some peace of mind because there there are all these things that you like you started the show that you're worrying about at night and you know you're wondering about these kinds of things and you know even this preliminary report is going to give you some answers and give you kind of a status of where you're at and kind it just gives you that ah okay you know i think i think either things are going to be okay, or I can see where we're going to get there or how we can do it. And that's what it's all about, Jen. It's all about giving you that comfort uh, and helping you make sure you're not lying awake at night worrying about these kinds of things.
1: So, Pat, when should we start thinking about creating a retirement plan so we can head off all of these what-ifs early?
0: Well, Jen, that's a little bit like asking the barber when you should get a haircut. So (laughs) let me be totally honest there, all right? (laughs) I am a little biased. I'm a planner by nature. I am a retirement planner and we offer retirement plans. So, having said that, I will say that if anyone doesn't have a retirement plan, I would certainly say the time to get started would be as soon as possible. And then, uh, with the uh, point that I would make there is, it's really important to find the right planner for you. And there are different types, all different kinds of financial professionals. But one example of how you can separate them would be accumulation planners and retirement planners. So if you don't have a retirement plan and you want one, if you're 25 or 30 or 35, um, you probably for a long time you're going to be accumulating. So an accumulation planner is probably the better fit for you uh, because they have the proper expertise. In the main things you're trying to accomplish with your finances. Whereas, when we usually say if someone gets within 5, 10, 15 years of retirement, that's when that strategy is changing because when you're in retirement, you're no longer your focus is no longer accumulating. It's preserving what you have and squeezing as much income out of that w- that you've built up as possible. And what's happening is at some point in the 5, 10, 15 years before that, you're trying to figure out, how do I make this transition? And there are a number of authors that talk about that's the hardest part of all, um, because you know when you're young, what you need to do is you need to save and grow that money. And when you're retired, you know you need to protect it as long as you can mm-hmm. and generate Income, it's that transition time that is incredibly difficult. And so uh, a lot of our clients hire us to help them make that switch over time going into and then through retirement. So certainly we see a lot of value in creating the plan, but make sure you have someone that fits what you're trying to accomplish.
1: So, Pat, on the other end, is it ever too late to get started with the planning? Is it ever too late?
0: No, not at all, because, um, you know, and I look at that from a couple of perspectives. Um, We have, I'm thinking of a client right now that hired us, and he was right at about 15 years from retirement, uh, is his plan. And so uh, he was very worried about where the stock market uh, was at the time he hired us. Um, so, we were trying to figure out, you know, he had everything in his 401k. And so it was very stock market focused. And he had done a great job of saving and accumulating. So, he was reaching a point where we felt like he had some of that at risk. So, we were trying to make some transitions, not pulling all his money out of the market, but just trying to, you know, kind of reduce that risk over time over those 15 years. I will tell you, I've also had people come in for their uh, five step retirement review. And when I, you know, we start talking about what brought them in, their answer is, well, I'm retiring next week. Well, that's a little later in the game, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but certainly not too late. Um, so, so, certainly better late than never. And then what comes to my mind is, um, you know, we certainly have clients that also will come in uh, well after they've retired. And maybe they uh, were working with a financial professional. Uh, maybe it was more of an accumulation planner. Uh, maybe it was more of just an investment advisor who didn't really look at income and you know, healthcare and, and taxes and things like that. Uh, and maybe they were just doing it on their own. And, you know, something caught their attention and they heard our show or one of our clients said, you really should come talk to Pat and his team. Uh, We've had a number of people that have come in to see us uh, well after they've retired. And um, that can be of huge benefit because um, if they don't have a comprehensive plan, um, even if you're sitting in good shape and and even if you've started your, your retirement successfully, you can still benefit from so many pieces of pulling all of that together. So, I think... Uh, it doesn't really matter where you're at in life. Uh, What matters is what you're trying to accomplish. And if it's retirement or figuring out that transition time from accumulation to retirement, that's what we do. If you are way uh, ahead of the game and you are accumulating, then an accumulation type person is the person that you would want to make sure you get with. And, you know, those people that are trying to figure out how to get that get in shape right before retirement, or if you already are retired, the five-step retirement review covers all the different areas that you're constantly wondering and worrying about. And once again, bringing it back to the beginning of the show, if you ever find yourself lying awake at night and staring up at the ceiling and thinking about your money, those are the types of things that having a plan and having a planning team helping you can help you avoid. So, if that ever happens to you, Call us now, at 803-9-RETIRE, to take advantage of the five-step retirement review, which helps you look at building a custom-built retirement plan. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number again is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: If it's easier to see the numbers when you're looking at your phone, that's 803-973-8473. One more time, 803 973 8473. Talking today with Pat Strubey. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best selling book, Save Your Retirement. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Pat, when does estate and legacy planning come up in your overall process?
0: Well, uh, the estate planning is one of the five areas um, that we deal with. Uh, one of the things when someone hires us, uh, when we're building a custom-built retirement plan for them, uh, as the name might imply, the first thing we're going to talk about is their goals and also their priorities. And uh, if someone says, the number one thing I want to get done is my estate plan, well, that might be one of the very first things we do. I will tell you, that's not usually the first thing, uh, because the estate plan is dealing with what happens if I get get sick and I'm incapacitated, or what happens if I pass away. Mm-hmm. That's not usually the priority for most mm-hmm. people, right. right? So, with a lot of our clients, it's actually the last thing we do because what we want to do is we want to make sure they have all their accounts allocated in order and the way they want it we've got your beneficiaries all pulled together and then when we're pulling together the kind of the legal plan and the 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 will or the trust and the power of attorney all those things are going to match the other point that I'll make about the estate plan Jen is is this is another one that I've seen a big change uh, throughout my career. A lot of times, it was just kind of getting your ducks in a row and making sure you know you have the right will set up and the right beneficiaries and all those kinds of things. But there's actually a lot more to it, especially if you're married, because it's really important to have the right legal documents in place in case one of you's incapacitated. Because if you have an, a financial account with only one of your names on it, it can get really complicated if that person can't sign off on that anymore. So it's really for both of your protection to make sure you have those documents in place. And then the other place where we've seen the estate plan really be life-changing for our clients, Jen, is not only trying to make sure that your hard-earned money goes to your family or church or charity the way you want it to, but if you're married, it's to make sure if something happens to one of you that your spouse is protected. And I will tell you that uh, we have had clients hire us specifically for that reason. Um, so, in some of our some of our client cases, one spouse is really not interested or very involved in handling the finances, and the other person handles everything, and they've suddenly realized, my goodness, what if something happens to me? What's going to happen to my spouse? Um, So, that's a huge burden that's been lifted off of their shoulders to know that uh, there's a team that uh, is working with them now, but maybe as importantly or more importantly, if something happens to one of those two people, knowing that um, that surviving spouse is going to be okay and taken care of can be an enormous weight off their shoulders.
1: Pat, we started off the show today talking about that scenario where you are lying in bed at night, wide awake, all the questions keep coming in, all the things you're worried about keeps, it just keeps buzzing through your mind and you just can't get to sleep. Do you have any advice in closing today, any advice for retirees who are experiencing sleepless nights because they're worried about the future?
0: Well, I think if you are, first of all, you I think I hope you know you're not alone, <laughs> mm. because uh, money is certainly, if not the biggest worry uh, in America, it's it's number two or number three. It is one of the biggest things out there, and so know that you're not alone. The next thing that I would say is, just think for a second about the things that you're worrying about financially, and, and just stop and turn that. Instead of worrying, think about what, what it is you actually want. What are you trying to accomplish? What are your goals? and then when you think about that whether that's kind of you know kicking back on the beach you know with a mai tai you know in retirement or whether it's sitting on your front porch or whether it's visiting grandchildren or fishing or whatever any number of those goals might be once you've thought about that is it worth taking action to try and make sure that that happens uh, because that's really all, all that we're talking about. Um, we don't know where you stand until we do a plan, until we analyze it. And you may be better off than you think, um, but you won't know until you sit down, until you talk to a professional. And imagine the peace of mind that you might have if you pull together a plan that's custom built for you, that has got tells you where your income's gonna come from in retirement. It tells you how to be smart about your taxes and minimize those in retirement. It tells you how to allocate your investment funds for retirement, tells you how to plan for your health care before and after age 65, and then it has an estate plan for you so that um, if if you're married, for example, that you and your spouse know that you're okay if something happens to one of you, and then when both of you are gone, you know things are going to be handled in the way that you always wanted them to be. Certainly, I think you can see how much peace of mind that can provide. And that's what our goal is. Well, I just What I just described is what we call a custom-built retirement plan. And we believe in it so much that we give away the first step to creating that at absolutely no cost and no obligation. We call it a five-step retirement review. To take advantage, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number is 803 803- 9 retire call now and mention the save your retirement radio show at 803 9 retire
1: you've been listening to save your retirement with pat Struby. remember that number an easy way to remember it 803 9 retire or if you're looking at your phone right now 803 973 8473 that's 803 973 8473. Be sure to tune in again next week. You'll hear more insights from Pat then. I am Jen Rizak, and we're so glad you spent some time with us here today. Have a great week.
0: Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialists is
2: not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.